Hey everyone, today is Thursday the 11th of April 2019, this is The Gap episode 463, I'm with Laurie and Shazam is here, Job Gilroy, how you on Shazam? Shazam! Uh, I'm pretty good. Um, <laughs> I'm wish I was Shazam. 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 Uh, yeah, I definitely would go about trying to work out what my superpowers were in a different way, but then again, I guess he was like a 15 year old kid, so maybe that's why he did it in such a dumb way. Hmm. You know, uh, but yeah, probably wouldn't let someone shoot me in the face. I don't know. I'd probably go for the hand first, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, a less uh, important body part, <laughs> or maybe start off with something a bit smaller, maybe like a, a paper cut, and then that's work a, your way up. Yeah, that's yeah. You don't have to go straight to yeah, yeah. That's um, that was pretty. It was a good movie. I liked it. Um, what's going on, Luke? You watching any movies? Uh no, I think that... Well, that was the last time I've actually been to a cinema and seen. Yeah. But yeah, I've been watching movies. Uh, I watched uh, London Has Fallen on Netflix. Not as good as the first one. Um, no. I like the first one. It's dumb. It's pretty yep. stupid. Uh, yep. Olympus Has Fallen. Yeah. And uh, London Has Fallen is is very much... <laughs> very much not a good film. Significantly worse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nate loves those fucking movies. But, and he's he's super excited. There's a third one coming. Yeah, out. yeah, I saw that. Um, but it's it's, it's not apparently not in the same formula. It seems like I was reading up on it, and it's more like he's being framed for trying to kill the president. I don't know. It just seems seems dumb. Not that the other ones weren't any weren't dumb. Well, yeah, taught pol- political thrillers or some shit. Yeah. They were not. Uh, yeah. But no, I mean, I'm still watching stuff. Um, and what did I watch last night? I can't even remember. I was going to watch John Wick, and I was like, oh, no, I'll I'll, um, I'll wait a little bit, and then I'll do the back-to-back. I'll watch John Wick and then John Wick 2. Sure. Um, yeah, I can't yeah. even remember what I watched last night. I don't know. Oh, this is the end. Seth Rogen. Um, right, yep. Um, Apocalypse film. It's very good. It's very funny. Yep. Yep. Did it hold up? Yeah, it holds up. It was a bit... I was fucking losing myself at one part. Where yep. There's like a scene where um, James Franco is talking to... Uh, is it Danny? Danny something? This Danny is, this is McBride. Why, <laughs> Danny McBride. Yeah, this yep. is why we should never do a movie podcast. I know, right? Okay. And they're talking about like him jizzing on a... Um, like coming on a... A, uh, a porn magazine and then it goes on for like two minutes about them just like jizzing everywhere and they're like making hand signals and <laughs> it's, Gold. it's pretty funny it's immature but it's funny it's very yep. well done I don't know I like that film I think it's pretty good uh, no I don't know I've, I've watched stuff have you watched anything that you would like to talk about <laughs> I haven't watched a movie but I watched two BBC miniseries uh, one was called the ABC Murders, and the other one was called Orde- Ordeal by Innocence. Right. And they're both uh, Agatha Christie adaptations. Um, so both like three episode uh, miniseries. Uh, and Agatha Christie is obviously the, you know, famous mystery writer. Hmm. Uh, and yeah, one of them's uh, Hercule Poirot uh, story. So, uh, you know, he's the famous detective who uh you know was in um murder on the orient orient express oh yeah yeah uh you know that kind of stuff yep. um 
in so he's in the ABC Murders. He's played by John Malkovich, fucking amazingly. Uh, like it's it's such a it's like the proto Bat. Uh, sorry, Dark Knight uh, Returns. It's like Dark Knight Returns way before comic books even existed type thing. Right. Like, it's a old, retired Hercule Poirot. You know, the people he knows in the biz are, like, retired as well. And the ABC murders, um, like, sort of directly target him from the get-go. Like, the murderer is, like, writing him letters. Yeah. Uh, to try to, you know, to t- taunt him directly. And that's really fucking good. Um, and it's got like a bit of a, there's a bit of a, like another meta vein to it about like immigration and stuff. Cause he's obviously, he's Belgian, but lives in England and stuff. So there's like some interesting, uh, modern day stuff going on there. But yeah, John Mack is fucking amazing. So, uh. Yeah, it just winds up being this really good story, really well written type right. thing. Uh, so that's good. And the other one, Ordeal by Innocence, not as good I thought, uh, but still pretty good. Bill Nye is in it, and uh, basically, uh, this woman dies, and uh, like dies in this house. This mum dies in this house, and then uh, like a year later, um, this guy shows up, and he's got an alibi for the man who was sent to jail for doing it. But he's like super shaky, super shady. And like, as the miniseries goes on, you sort of realize that literally everyone in this fucking house had a halfway, you know, decent, if, you know, if murder has an excuse, uh, every single person here had an excuse to murder this bitch. Uh, and you're like, Oh fuck. Uh, it could be anyone, and you sort of like, oh, uh, they all who did. could it be? Who done it? So it does it like does it really well, you know. That's sort of Agatha Christie staple, right? Mm. So uh, yeah, Hercule Poirot does not show up in that, sadly, but uh, it's still ninety percent, ninety nine percent resolves itself. But yeah, they're just both really good. I'm really fucking digging those. The first one I watched was, um, and then there were none. Yeah, which had the dude who played Tywin Lannister, and right. had Sam Neill in it. Okay, and that one is like a classic. Mm. Uh, it goes by a, another name that you can absolutely not say, uh, but uh, if you look up the uh, new name for the poem, Ten Little Soldiers." Mm-hmm. Uh, you will eventually get get to what it used to be called. Awful. Uh, awful name. But um, yeah, that one, Everyone Dies, sort of based on this poem. And like, yeah, that one's like, oh, fuck, who's going to live? Who's, who's doing this? How is it happening? Right. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good shit. Like, yeah, the BBC puts on real good... Like, Agatha Christie's a fucking classic. Um, she just put together really good whodunits. And I don't know what it is. Like, I just really enjoy watching... Who done it? I guess. I mean, even if I know who done it necessarily, like I went and saw um, Murder on the Orient Express, the recent one, like yeah. the Kenneth Branagh one. Yeah. And I, I know that story very well, but uh, right, still really enjoyed it. Cause, yeah, that was good. Yeah, like it was shot interestingly. Yeah, 
Uh, these ones, you know, they're mini series, so they're a bit longer, but uh, generally really well done. Um, and yeah, like mostly a really good cast as well, like a really like good acting and stuff. The second one, Ordeal by Innocence, did this like time shifting thing that was I thought a little bit confusing because it did a couple of time shifts that were like a year apart and so everyone looked identical like nobody had any significant differences it was easier when it was shifting 20 years in the past when they were all children you're like oh yeah I can follow this when it was just a year ago you're like when the fuck is this taking place yeah Uh, yeah it was a little bit confusing Uh, but yeah otherwise yeah awesome stuff highly recommend Um, but yeah no, Games. not much. Like I was thinking about Hellboy, but yeah, uh, like it doesn't seem to be reviewing well at all. So uh, no, it seems uh, to get slammed. Probably uh, skip that one. I saw one of the review titles was the worst comic book movie ever. Which right. now I kind of want to see it. Yeah, because Catwoman isn't Catwoman like right? Like Catwoman still exists. <laughs> is there a better basketball scene in Hellboy? There is, there, there, <laughs> couldn't be it couldn't be um yeah uh i got i got to go see us tomorrow oh you haven't seen it yet no all right tomorrow yeah so i can listen to um what's what's that podcast that nate has started instead of being on this podcast ah here's our movies here's our yeah something like that (laughs) we should know this we should know this (laughs) especially considering i'm trying to Pimp it. What's it called? Here's my movie. Here's my movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have no idea what it sounds like because they were like, uh, don't listen to this if you haven't watched us. And I'm like, okay, then. I won't listen. Yeah. But uh, I assume it's good. I'm, yeah, sure, it's good. I'm sure Nate just, you know, yaps forever. Anyway, um, I saw the length. It's longer than the movie, I think. <laughs> Gold. No. Um, do, yeah, we got tickets to Sydney Film Festival. Right. That's probably... So, uh, I don't know when that starts. I had a look. Yeah. Nothing, Nothing much? Really. Nothing's really grabbing me. Yeah. Um, I think I added, like, one film to my letterboxed accounts, but otherwise, uh, there's nothing that really snagged me. Uh, I, can't I haven't even looked at it, it yet. It's like some fucking sci-fi um, film. Uh by uh fuck I can't remember it's like a French French director yeah uh that uh did like oh no it's the chick from Amelie or something mm. um she's awesome so I like and is it the one with Rob Pattinson I think yeah I think it could be because that's I think that's what we're gonna go see yeah it's the only one that really grabbed me um yeah. but I can't remember what the fuck it's called anyway um yeah haven't had a look so Classic us. Anyway, uh, anyway, we should talk about some games. There's not a lot here. Well, not high life. My life. High life. High high life. Right. Yeah, that's the only one that grabbed me. Anyway, um, yeah. Yeah. Games. I haven't played shit. I've played Blades, <laughs> and I've played Apex Legends. I've, I've played, played a shitload Apex of Apex Legends. Legends. We'll, we'll yes. maybe leave that to later. We'll go through. Okay. okay. Um, let's talk about Weedcraft Inc. Yep. We'll start off with that. Um, you and I talked about this a few months back. We got preview codes for it. It's basically a um, like a, you're managing a business where you yep. sell weed, marijuana. 
um, yeah. either illegally or legally. And uh, it's it's pretty basic. You're sort of uh, buying strains of, of weed, um, growing them. You're selecting the type of soil that you want, uh, the type of, of uh, like, um, that pot that it goes into. You're selecting the lighting conditions, um, uh, like pH levels of of the the soil and stuff yeah, yeah the soil and the air and, and sort of making it <laughs> like trying to get the best rated um like product as possible and yeah. then you're going out and selling it on the streets and or hiring employees um and there's this whole like simulation type of aspect going on around it and um when we played it it's uh like well, yeah, i thought it was all right like there was a lot of it seemed pretty decent. There was a lot of cool things it was doing. Yep. The full game is... Uh, I don't know if you've had a chance to look at it yet, but it's its very different in terms of... Oh. They've added, like, a bunch of new stuff as unlocked. I was pretty surprised. There are, like, skill trees in the game right. where okay. you level... I, I think we maybe got, like, a sped-up version of it or something like that where a bunch of content was locked out when we were playing it. Um, but... It's a little bit slower in terms of leveling up and whatnot, but every time you sort of complete um, an objective, you're kind of given tasks to do. Sometimes it'll be like, hey, you've got to sell this this much product or you've got to um, try and get a, a rating up to this specific point. And then you sort of check things off this list and eventually um, you get points that you can go and allocate into... It looks like there's maybe six different skill trees that you can go and put points into so there's a quite a deep sort of array that you can go like a different path that you can go down to to really um play the game that you like how you want to play it um so there's that sort of stuff that's in there that i haven't really tried to tinker with too much because i'm only like you know three hours into my play session um there are uh it's it sort of slows down the pace in terms of um, like competitors start coming into the neighborhood and trying to compete against you. Um, there are options to go in and try and talk to these people and negotiate with them to either um, drive them out of business or team up with them. If you okay. want to steal some of their, their the product that they're selling, you can do that. You can talk to their employees and try and steal their employees. Vice versa, they can try and steal your employees. Right. Um, I had one point my one of my employees got arrested and then they were like badgering me in um in prison about trying to get them out and like wanted me to hire a better a lawyer for them so i'm like having to fork out all this money because they're like if you don't do it i'll tell on you and all this shit and then can you hire fucking (laughs) someone in prison to give me all fucking (laughs) well i'm just like nah like the cop comes around i'm like i don't know who this person is (laughs) like i don't know who they are And then they go. Uh, I've I've never met this uh, joke character in my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and eventually, like, so there's this whole sort of having to deal with your employees and managing sort of their attributes as well, like how reputable they are in t- to you, um, how good their skills are. They level up. Um, so there's a lot of like micromanaging different aspects of the game that I didn't realize it was going to be. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely, um, a bit more user friendly in terms of sort of guiding you where you should be going. One of the complaints I think we had when we were playing it is we weren't really sure like what you should be clicking on. Um, 
there is now a giant pink fucking like hand symbol that is like pointing to buttons now like hey click this thing to do this part so yeah, um, okay. and I think that was one of like that was probably our biggest criticism when we were talking about no it was about. switching switching between fucking switching screens the- yep yeah that is that was driving me fucking nuts way quicker now a lot yeah, quicker okay. it, it's yeah. pretty it's not instantaneous but you'll click it there's no like real loading screen anymore it kind of just switches um pretty fluently I'd say uh you're not waiting a couple of seconds anymore there is still a little bit of a delay when you go between them but that was one thing where I was like oh, okay yeah I'm not really noticing this anymore so they're the two big improvements that I've noticed on the game is that it's a bit more friendly in terms of the tutorial stuff and sort of yep. guiding you where to go and what you should be looking at. Um, and then, yeah, the the uh, the sort of the loading of, of bits and pieces. Um, the, only, the only thing that I did run into was at one stage, the game is asking you to set up like a front for your, your, the place that you've, you've got. And uh, what a front does is it sort of lowers the, cop presence around you the police presence suspicion yeah Yeah. and um so it's like oh you can turn it into a pizza parlor or a um like a tea shop but the problem at that stage was that i'd already because i'd played the game before i kind of knew what i should be doing and i'd already expanded out my apartment to its limits and Uh. i'd maxed out the apartment limit and it was telling me to to like set up a storefront and at that stage i'm like i don't really remember how to do this like i I remember what it's asking me to do, but I don't know how to do it. And I'm like clicking buttons and whatnot. It turns out what I needed to do was remove one of the rooms that I'd expanded to. And then that allowed me to put it in there. Um, it's, that took me like three or four minutes trying to figure out. But right. I, like there's still... That's probably not uh, an issue a lot of people are going to run into. Yeah, yeah. But um, there's still bits in there that it's like not really giving you a good indication if you pressing the wrong buttons and whatnot yeah. trying to um but yeah it's it's i think it's uh, a lot of fun i think it is out in like two days it's it's like by the time this episode comes out it'll be very soon for it to yeah. actually be released and i think we can talk about it i didn't look but fuck it <laughs> i haven't talked about to be fair i haven't talked about anything that wasn't in the preview other than the, the good things they've added so apart from the significant improvements yeah yeah <laughs> I'm sure yeah. they won't mind me talking positively about their game. That is, yeah, that's how NDAs work. Yeah, talk. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, Twelve, eleven hours. It unlocks in eleven hours. Oh, okay. Well, then that's that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. Um, it's called Weedcraft. Um, yeah, I, I I dig it. I'll, I'll probably jump in every once in a while and check it out. Um, I'm sure there's videos on there on, on like Steam if you want to see what sort of deal is. But, if uh, it wasn't so fiddly, I reckon it'd be such a good fucking mobile game, man. Like, it's definitely too yeah. too small. Right. Uh, like, it, too fine control, I think. Like, it's not like you need fucking... Tons of room. Shoot, yeah. shoot a twitch reflex or some shit. But, like, you need to be able to specifically select from a couple of... Like, you got six plants in one room or nine plants in one room. And then you get probably a little bit annoying trying to click on the right fucking plant sometimes yeah because you gotta like water them and then trim them and then water them again yeah at the start at least um but yeah I reckon it'd be so like yeah apart from that it'd be a fucking killer mobile game I reckon yeah um because yeah it's definitely the sort of one where you you don't want to 
fucking hammer like a super long session mm. it's like sort of very have a half hour game and then yeah. go away and then come back like a couple of days later and drop in play for half an hour yep. and then yeah but if it was something I could play whenever I was on the toilets bingo bango yep. uh, just bring the switch easy peasy it doesn't sound like a switch game to me <laughs> The Nintendo seal of approval. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I think it's uh, it seems to be a lot of fun so far. So um, yeah, and, and it's, it seems it, it was already pretty deep when we were playing it, yeah. like adjusting prices of all the product and and trying to find like the best rating to do it all and having the the right type of equipment, um, yeah. selling to the right people. Like it seemed pretty. Um, like there was a lot going for it and then now they've opened up even more stuff in there I'm like okay yeah it's even deeper than that and then there's like a story going on um there's like a second mode for like advanced users that you can jump in and and play that I'm not really sure how that bit works yet because I'm still doing through the normal story but yeah seems like there's a lot of content there do you know how much it is at the moment? I have no idea Uh, and it's not coming up on Steam Steam. oh because you've already got it because I yeah already have it in my library right (laughs) So, uh, I, I wouldn't expect it to be super, like super expensive. It, it just seems. Well, it seems to yeah sell shit at yeah, twenty to thirty price. bucks. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, for cool. like for a management game of this sort, yeah, I'll, I'll, like I think it's worth like the twenty bucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. All right. All right. Um, the other game I've been playing is Mutant Mutants Year Zero. It's that X XCOM style game, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's got a bit of a twist on it. It's been out for a while. Um, I got a code through the Humble Bundle. Right. And um, it's the way it works differently to XCOM is that it is more like more like an open world. Um, so you're actually controlling these characters who are uh, mutants. You start off with um, basically a, a pig and like a duck and it's like it's set in a future time where things have sort of gone to shit right um and it's it's uh it's them trying to sort of go around and explore and scavenge and whatnot and you start off with two characters and eventually you start adding more people to your party um but yeah it's an, it's like an open world game there's different there's different areas you can go and explore and then as you get close to enemies you can then switch into the turn-based uh, XCOM combat that you're familiar with and then start playing it that way. Um, so it's a very, like, stealth-based... stealth, stealth based. Like, it's it's heavily, heavily reliant on stealth gameplay because you can actually go into an area and take out people individually before you actually trigger, like, a, a major combat scenario. Like, sometimes you could just clear out the whole area and just not even really have a a fight with anybody because you can just stealth combat and the way the stealth works is uh there's like a a radius around the uh, enemies and sometimes they'll be patrolling sometimes be standing still um and the radius basically shows you the their like line of sight or where they'll be able to detect you and you can initiate an ambush when you get close enough and then that triggers you into the turn-based uh combat and then the characters have the option, if you want to, to have silent weapons. So you have like a silent pistol or a crossbow. And if you are able to 
do your you know your two turns in your your turn based combat and uh, take out the enemy, then it'll immediately pop back into the free roaming aspect of the game, and you can start running around and clearing out other people in there. Um, if this character is patrolling and they happen to run into line of sight of somebody else, or you do not do enough damage to kill them in those turns that you've got, and then they have the opportunity to retaliate, then that'll kick off a proper, like, all right, you're in a battle now. You've got to wipe out everybody on the, the field. Um, so it, it relies on stealth quite a bit because it can make the game a bit easier if you do survey an area and be like, all right, what are the like patrol paths? Um, who should I focus on getting rid of first? And then like, all right, well, I can do, you know, take out these four guys and then I can start working on the bigger with the stealth because you know XCOM right the temptation is always there to just say scum shit right like yeah especially when you're gonna fucking fail a 95% chance to hit yeah um how does stealth work with saves coming like I think they've got some sort of seeding system in there that doesn't allow you to save scum um because you can definitely save it's pretty flexible on saves it'll every time you kill somebody it'll auto save yeah. Uh, sorry, every time you stealth kill somebody, it'll auto-save. Right. Um, and then you can save, you know, whenever you want, basically. Yeah. Um, there was one point where I was playing, and I had like a 95% chance of hitting somebody, and I missed, and then the uh, I missed this shot. And then uh, when I... The, the, this fight went on way too long and I had to go do other shit so I quit the game and like jumped in the next day and I missed that same shot so I'm thinking there's like a seeding system in there so you can't yeah. actually go back and do it yeah um, I'm not 100% sure unless I got super fucking lucky and missed that shot <laughs> missed twice that shot. yeah yeah you twice rolled, rolled 20 out of your on your d20 or one on your d20 and then rolled one again yeah but i feel like i've seen that more than once happen where i've sort of reloaded a save because sometimes i'd be like oh man i should have i didn't realize there were so many enemies here i'm gonna reload my other save and then stealth through and kill some of these guys um so i think it's doing something with with that sort of system so that you can't just keep going back and trying to game it yeah okay right yeah well, that's good yeah but how does it work with stealth right because wouldn't the temptation be to just sort of fucking uh I guess trial and error your way through some stealth sections like you could just sort of fucking oh see if this works yeah. roll on in and uh and then revert to a save game yeah you can do that oh okay so you yeah. can like it's um there is a like permadeath mode that you can tick yeah. I don't I don't know what happens when you lose these characters because it hasn't happened to me yet. Right. Um there is a like a down state on your characters where they've got a bleed out timer, but if you can get to them and then revive them then they're back up to like half health. Yeah. Um so I don't actually know what happens when they die. I'm assuming there's probably a game over screen. Really? Well, that would be my guess because the characters seem to be quite pivotal to the story. It, it's yeah, pretty okay. story focused. Um, yeah. Whereas if I think if you tick the permadeath screen, uh, screen, then that's more like traditional XCOM sort of playstyle. Where if you lose a character, they're sort of dead. I think yeah. like that's my guess because I haven't had it happen. Mm. Sort of what I'm assuming is going on. Um, right. But yeah, it's it's 
like if you have played an XCOM game, it's it's very similar. You've got you know you you two action points. Um, you want to move throughout the environment. You got a certain amount of squares that you can sort of stand on, um, and then you, you can use an action ability to either um, attack somebody or reload your gun or use an ability. Um, set Overwatch or anything like that. Like it's got all that, those classic moves in there. There's a skill tree that you can go through and um, set mutations up, which allows your character to have different abilities and passives. Um, there's things like one of the characters can, I think it's the uh, the duck, <laughs> can grow wings and that'll allow him to fly and then you can get out a passive, which allows him to have like 50% extra bonus damage when they're above somebody, so you can sort of oh, chain yeah. them together. Cool. Um, so yeah, there's like a mixing and matching in there. There are items as well, so there's different weapons you can find out throughout the world or craft, and uh, there's grenades that you can find and throw at people. Um, each character has like two primary weapons, so you could be rocking like a, a close range gun and a you know a sniper rifle or something. So I've kind of got my sort of tanky person who has got a lot of armor and they've got a shotgun which sets people on fire or is like a 50% chance to set people on fire um, then I've got like my sniper person up the back and then my um, my duck is like my sort of medium to close range with, with silenced equipment as well so there's like different cool. ways you can kind of approach it and then as you progress I've gotten to the point where I've I've encountered more players that I can bring into my party and yeah you can switch them in and out to, um, you know, they've got their own set of skills that they can sort of bring to the game if you want to try that up. So, yeah, it's there seems to be a lot there. Like, each each region has, like, oh, this is a level 20 region, and you've got to sort of be at that level to be able to take on these guys because they're going to have a lot more health. And, uh, right. you know, you got to have the gear and abilities to sort of take on those places and then... Can you stealth kill your way through that kind of shit or... You can like, definitely... Can you fudge it a bit? Uh, I, I mean, because they've generally got a lot of health, those guys, you're going to have to have weapons that will be able to deal with them through stealth. Uh, but you can definitely just walk around. Like, there's been cases where I've just walked around the area and gone to the next region. But they're trying right. to... In most cases, they're trying to tell you, like, hey, you shouldn't be here. You've gone yeah. down the wrong path. Because um, yeah. there is an overall map, like uh, it'll sort of give you an indication of where you should be going. Like, hey, this is your main objective. It's up in this area, but you can also side path to these other bits, and that'll allow you to get some more um, resources to craft better gear or to level up some of these characters. So um, it is trying to funnel you, but there is a bit of freedom to yeah. branch, branch off a little bit. Cool. Which is good. Um, and I like the sort of the aesthetic about it, like this post-apocalyptic weird mutant thing that's going on where you run into areas and like, there's a good moment where I, I think it was at a school and they were talking about how <laughs> like basically school kids are, are all these little monsters and whatnot. Um, so they're trying to like play on things that we know that is like normal for us. And for them, yeah. it's things they've heard of like like stories that have been passed down about how this stuff used to be run. Oh, um, cool. So it's it's just like funny listening to some of that dialogue uh, as cool. they're talking. I think the voice acting is really good. Uh, like yep. All the characters talk. They've got a lot of thing, uh, interesting things to say to each other as you're sort of walking throughout the world and exploring. 
Um, so that's really fun. I think it's really cool. Uh, it's not as hardcore as some of the other XCOM games that I've played recently. The one I'm thinking of is the uh, the like the spy one from Devolver. Yeah, yeah. that um, wasn't Devolver. Wasn't Devolver? It, w- it was one of those. That's that other one. Was that Good other Shepherd? Company. Good Shepherd. Yep. Yeah. They're not the same company. No, no, not the same company. But <laughs> that that was like a super hardcore XCOM game, whereas this is maybe i don't think it's as hardcore as xcom from what i've played at the moment only because xcom's got that permadeath like you've got to be on the move constantly and making sure your base is up to scratch and researching all the stuff otherwise you you maybe waste all this time that you've been playing um fucking what's going on is there like nah, it's just a bike some, bike rally outside your fucking house i think he lives near here he's always been a dickhead classic um but yeah, no, I think it's it's definitely got that same feel as XCOM. It can be challenging at certain parts. Like, there's been bits where I'm like, all right, I'm getting miles kicked. I need to restart this fight again because oh, yeah. Um, yeah. getting smashed. So yeah, I really dig it. I, I, I like it quite a lot. It's pretty cool. Cool. 50 yeah. bucks on Steam. Oof. Uh, considering I got it through a Humble Bundle for like, what is it? What do I pay? Like 12 bucks a month? Damn. For Humble, Humble Bundle? 12, 15 yeah, okay. bucks? Because I'm on that monthly membership where you get like yeah. six to eight games. and that how, was how, how do you feel about that membership? I don't mind it, man. Like, there's a lot of the game, or there's quite a few games I usually talk about on here that um, come, come through that. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, I got um, Mutant Year Zero. I would also get Absolver. I got Minute this month. Northguard. Uh, Earth Defense Force was one of the games this month. Uh, Warhammer t- Vermintide 2 was one of the games for this month. I think it was this month or maybe last month. Could have been this month. But yeah, th- there's some decent games. In it. Yakuza 0 was recently. Rock of Ages 2. Um, yeah, I don't mind it. Cool. Anyway, Mutant Year 0. If it's on sale at some stage, I'd I'd check it I'm out. I'm gonna fucking find a copy. If you're if you're a fan of XCOM games, um, yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun. They um, it's on fucking Switch. Would it be good on Switch? What do you reckon? Um, just thinking, we got a flight coming up. Would it be good on Switch? I mean, I guess I could. I haven't it played it on Switch, but I played a lot oh, of. I wonder if it's got touchscreen. Yeah, I played a lot of Rabbids on. Mario and Rabbids yeah. on Switch. I think that works yeah. great. So, I but I don't know how their game works in terms of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Come on, Mutant Year Zero Touch Screen. No. See if this works on Surface. Maybe I'll just chuck it on my Surface instead. Yeah, I mean, you basically. I'm using arrow keys to walk around the environment, and your mouse to sort of look around. Uh, yeah. And then once you get into the, you know, the top down, top down turn based combat, it's just point and clicking. Uh, on different areas so alright yeah it's um it's like that it's XCOM combat so if you like that sort of thing then you probably dig this it's got a cool cool little like uh, aesthetic and lore surrounding it as well cool yep alright um, I'm definitely gonna check it out yep that sounds awesome yeah it's cool cool alright uh, I just added something cause I forgot but I played it uh, heave ho yep you played more uh, of this yes I did uh, I went to IGN's office 
and we played four-player Hefo while drinking. Mm. It's a fucking amazing drinking game. <laughs> it is a fantastic drinking game. It's that game that we were talking about last week. Was it last week or the week before? Uh, where you are a body with some arms and you are trying to like clamber your way and basically gurp that Bennett 40 game gurp but also uh, multiplayer four player multiplayer and shit and uh, yeah this is uh, you know it's it's cute it's a little puzzle game uh, mm-hmm. but with four players it turns into just a clusterfuck of just silliness uh, like consistent failure basically right uh, we were, we did like specifically always grab the coin. Uh, you know, yeah. there's a coin challenge, and in one of the later levels, it turns into an egg. Right. Uh, we were always getting that stuff, but uh, yeah, like fucking a lot of fun, like really funny, good times. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's. I think I think they made a video of it, but I haven't seen. The video I haven't seen tweeted or anything. I assume it, they tweeted out or whatever. So uh, that should be up soon enough. Uh, yeah, if it's anyway, if it's like even a fucking fraction as uh, fun to watch mm. as it was to play, it's it should be good. Although, yeah, it did sort of illuminate to me just how far I'd love to see the idea taken. I'd love to see like so much shit come to bear in this game i'd love to see like fucking oily surfaces or icy surfaces or like a grip meter so you can only hold on for a certain amount of time sort of like make you really speed fucking speed it yeah yeah or uh like yeah there'd be so much there's so much to this idea uh like it's it's such a good foundation as it is and it's already so much fun and uh yeah if they were to fucking expand it out they'd they'd it'd be like almost a must play I reckon mm. you know at any party with the requisite equipment you know like I could 100% see us cracking it out at one of our jackbox parties or something like play some of this first or play some of this as a break from jackbox for a bit right that sort of thing like yeah it's it's yeah I'm still enamored with Hevo it's fucking hilarious mm-hmm. anyway uh, Chuck, yeah, so keep an eye on iGen for that at some point. Cool. I guess, yep. Uh, Division 2, tell us about the Division 2. Uh, I don't have much to say about it. I played a little bit the other day. Um, they dropped some more con- content or an update um, recently, which basically adds the next world tier to the game. So it unlocks a new stronghold. I'm not up to that part. I'm still working through... Uh, the other world tiers because I had a bit of a break once Sekiro came out and uh, a few other things because I had to work on that um, but yeah I jumped in and, and, and played a, a, strong, a stronghold to get me up to world tier 2 and uh, they made some good changes in there uh, in particular the modifications on the guns no longer have um, negative like uh, stats on them so before it'd be right. like hey you've got uh 20% reload speed, but your accuracy is down Potato. 10% or something like that. Or, or like, yeah. hey, here's this um, angled foregrip and it's got better stability, but the accuracy is lower. Stuff like that. Um, yeah. So they've now like, all right, you put this thing on it, it's like 20% extra reload speed. There's no negative 
um, effect to it, which is good because it means that there's a proper reason to use some of this stuff. Like some of the things before, you could sort of negate it where it was like, hey, it adds more recoil. And if you're the type of person that's on PC that's pretty comfortable with recoil, then yeah. you sort of, you're okay with that. Um, yeah. But now it's like, all right, all that stuff is gone. Now you just kind of pick like, do you want extra accuracy or do you want stability or do you want the reload speed? Um, so you can sort of modify those guns a lot better now, which is good. Um, they've added in some changes to the skill powers and how they worked. I don't know if you remember, but a lot of the skill powers, unless you kind of focused on like, I'm going to be someone that uses skill power. That's a really make sure that all your gear had a really high skill power um, to be able to use specific mods for your abilities. Now they've lowered those numbers quite a bit, it sounds like, and it'll be a bit easier to get some of the the higher tiered um, skill power mods that you want. Uh, Because I didn't really start using skill powers until I got... Sorry, I didn't really start using mods for skill powers until I got to, like, pretty close to endgame. And... um, and then I was like, all right, I can, I can start sticking some of these mods on here now and getting you know better use out of them. Uh, so it seems like they've lowered that to let you sort of play with that a bit earlier on in the game, from what I understand. Um, the other thing they added was, uh, yeah, there's a bunch of new missions in there, but I think I think the big one is the, the World Tier 5. Uh, we were talking to, I think, Kleb, was it Kleb last night, was saying that yeah. he wasn't a fan of the new Stronghold. It was pretty, or he thinks it was the... One weakest, of, yeah, the weakest. I think you said, yeah. Yeah, I haven't played as it as bad as some sort of military base or some shit that you were talking about. Yeah, there was one in the. I think it was the second stronghold you do. It's like a military camp. I, I, I didn't like that one at all, but I, I really liked right. the other ones that you did. So yeah. I don't know. I have to get when I when I get there, I'll, I'll get to it. But um, sort of everybody's gearing up to this eight person raid that comes out uh, very shortly. Um, so yeah. It seems like people are still enjoying it. Uh, every time I look on Discord at night, there's a group. Hmm. We've got a group in there still playing. So, yep. Yeah, I, I'm definitely keen to check out this raid and sort of see, like, what is their definition of raid? Like, is it literally just a bigger, like, arena with you shooting more stuff? Or are you going out and doing objectives? And, like, what is the, like, what's the gameplay going to be like? We betting on which one it's going to be? Can we take bets? I bet it's the former. Just big arenas. Yeah. Well, I know that like the the dungeons, whatever it was, they were doing in the other game in Division One, where like there was some, you know, you've got to go do these certain things in this room. Um, you got to block this fucking giant tank thing. Uh, so I don't know, like, if they're going for stuff that's more like that, or if it's just going to be giant rooms with I don't think they, they'll do giant rooms with just arenas going from room to room I think it's going to be a bit more like working as a team and trying to you know do stuff like the more destiny type things there's no fucking way it's destiny type things all that well destiny's all platforming right mobility yep. yeah and there's no mobility in the division so no but I mean like splitting bad. people off and having them you know someone's got to be over at this console another team's got to be over here while someone else is got to be focusing on this thing like are they going to go down that route i hope i get to be one of the eight people who has to stand in a circle for fucking two minutes yeah yay don't worry i won't be because i'm not near the end game <laughs> and i'm not reinstalling it you're not um, invited good yeah so i didn't want to be invited to your dumb fucking party yeah 
All right, let's talk about uh, Elder Scrolls Blades is yep. now out. Oh, in early access. I don't know. I got it in early. Yeah. Um, My favorite part is I installed this um, and was waiting to get early access. Uh, and then we went to an Elder Scrolls event the other night. Yeah. And I'm like talking to the PR person being like, when does this, like, can you get me access to this thing? Like every time I try and get in, it's telling me I don't have access. And I like fire it up and I'm like showing her and it comes up and says, you need to download an update. You've got an access now. Uh, like, oh, okay, well, go. never mind. I'm good. <laughs> I'd been playing it for a couple of days by yeah. that point. Uh, I didn't talk about it on last week's podcast because I still wasn't sure about how I felt about it. I was still pretty early. Uh, I'm still pretty early, yeah. It's garbage. I've uninstalled. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> hardest pass of all time. Uh, I cannot believe a game like this exists. I can't, like... I'm flabbergasted. It is just the worst sort of mobile game. Like, it is basically a collection of everything bad you've ever heard of in a fucking mobile game all in the one thing i assume you've gotten some chests by now yeah yeah uh and you know you know the really shitty ones take like five seconds to open yeah um yeah that is just the beginning the next tier up takes i think it's five minutes to open then the tier above that takes five hours to open uh Whatever, you know, it's chests in a mobile game. Yeah, like, fucking, that's how they go, right? Yeah. Wrong. They take up inventory space, and you can't clear them until they're opened, Mm. and you can't get more chests if you've got a full inventory. So, there, you very quickly reach a point, like, if you're playing this game, like, like, in a, in a, large session if you're not just playing it once every fucking six hours yeah right you quickly reach a point where you have so many chests that you don't get chests anymore yeah so you are just doing quests for the fucking fun of quests basically are you leveling up at least or but it like that that shit doesn't matter like that doesn't lead to anything you like all all your progression is basically out of these chests Mm. Uh, so yeah, you're basically just doing missions for no fucking reason other than to do the missions, uh, because yeah, you can't get chests because you don't have any fucking space. It's like, well, you could buy more inventory space. Fuck off. I'm not spending any money on this shit. Like, get the fuck out of here. Uh, you could open it, buy money, like spend money to open a chest. Also get fucked. I'm not doing that. Uh, like this kind of shit just sort of fucking boo, 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 nonstop. There's fucking... It's made worse by the fact that you need, like, there's three fucking uh, damage types you do uh, in games. Slashing, bashing, and... Magic? Yeah. Uh, is, is it magic? Uh, I don't know. I only have a slashing... I only had a slashing and a bashing weapon, and it was constantly telling me that I was using the wrong kind of attack. All right. Uh, but you're supposed to have... well. It's because I sold whatever the fucking third type was. Hmm. I didn't even... Uh, I don't it know might be magic. Does. I'm I just running around with an axe. So. Um, so axe is like... 
No, it's not slashing and bashing. It's like fucking chopping and bashing, whatever. Chop. Axe is a chopping weapon. Uh, and I had a mace and an axe, and I sold all my other stuff uh, to try and make inventory space, which was a massive mistake because it didn't seem to fucking impact how many chests I could have. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, certain enemies only do certain, like take certain things, right? This is why this is when I fucking quit because I kept doing minuscule damage this one thing i'm like all right so now i need to get a good like a plus a fucking elven mace plus two for my level uh and an elven axe plus two and an elven whatever the fuck plus two it's not enough that the chest has to give me one great weapon now i need three fucking great weapons uh and also I need great armor or I'm just going to get punted. Mm. Uh, the way level gating is, is created is such that, you know, uh, you're basically only ever doing... Like, the only reason you want a better weapon is so that you can take on quests at your particular level a little bit faster, mm-hmm. right? You just sort of streamline the process to take on those quests a tiny bit faster because so you, you can't use better weapons to outpace your own level, uh, because you don't have really the armor or health to actually survive. Because you're basically always copping shit. Even when you're blocking, you're still taking a bit of damage. Right. Uh, and yeah, holy fuck, man! Like I, so you you basically why are you playing this game to get chests? Uh, but except you you can only have a certain amount of chests. Like you basically literally time gated into a position where. They they just like no stop playing this game. You need to stop playing this game. You, I understand that this toilet session is taking a lot longer than you expected, right? <laughs> Go see your gut doctor and stop playing this fucking game. Because uh, you can't do anything for five fucking hours unless you fucking pay money, hmm. which is just crazy to me. It's like, yeah, it's wild. I cannot believe. They've constructed it like that. It's just... Yeah. I mean, the whole thing just feels predatory as fuck. Uh, It's just... You've got no fucking reason to be playing it, basically. Mm. You're collecting boxes to get weapons, to collect boxes, to get weapons, to collect boxes. It's just a... It's a gameplay loop of basically nothing. Not to mention, I fucking... How bad is holding down... You've played it enough to know that you have to press the fucking thumb on the screen to fucking power up your swing. Why isn't it just like fucking... You know, I wasn't a huge fan at the end of the day of Infinity Blade. I didn't think it was the fucking greatest be-all and end-all. I thought it was pretty fucking basic as, uh, as games go. Sure. Right? But the combat system was fucking engaging. You felt like you were actually slashing, right? This is some fucking basic Fruit Ninja shit. Why the fuck am I bashing shit by holding a button and trying to time the press? Fuck that. Holy shit. Not to mention the amount of times I definitely got it on perfect, but apparently I was a pixel too low, and so I just didn't fucking swing at all. Christ. Mm. Uh, anyway. Yep. Um, don't, don't get played. It's terrible. Did you invert the controls? No. Why? I, I inverted my controls because I found them <laughs> not to my liking. 
I, I was like, whoa, that. why am I looking at the sky all of a sudden? Like, uh, no. I, I don't know, maybe I just don't play that many first-person games on my phone, whereas I'm just like, when I moved down, it was looking to the sky. I think that's how it was working. There were... I don't. I, it honestly didn't register at all for me. Yeah. Uh, it might be like that. I don't know. I like. I've definitely gotten to a point now where I can adjust to inverted controls pretty quickly. Uh, it's not how I'd prefer to play. Like if it was somewhere where I needed precision aiming, mm. then it would have bugged the fuck out of me. I'm sure. But if it's just basically walking around and stuff. I don't give a fuck. I'd play the witness with inverted controls, yeah. probably. It I was mean, like a flight simulator when you put your when you swipe yeah. down, it looked up, or when you swipe left, it go right. And I'm like, what the f- like? What is happening? So I had to invert them straight away. I was like, this is wrong. That's that doesn't that doesn't ring true to me. I don't know. Maybe you're holding your phone upside down. Did you think about that? Ah, oh, that's that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> you walk on the <laughs> ceiling, right? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, How, do you play sideways matter. or portrait? Sideways. Sideways. Oh, this massive fucking Pixel 3 thing. It's yeah. fucking the size of my face. Um, yeah. Uh, play it sideways. You don't seem to be able to switch it mid-game from what I could gather. Because when you're playing it um, like horizontal, like landscape, you yeah. can set up a virtual, virtual joystick sort of comes on the screen I'm not sure if it happens portrait but maybe it is but yeah I don't think it does I, I played it in portrait the first couple of times and switched the landscape yeah uh, eventually just wait like it's just way more comfortable and you can see a lot more of the screen because mm. I spent a lot of time in portrait mode when I was first like seriously looking to my left and like turning all the way to my <laughs> like and you feel like remember when we played the hololens and you could see like fucking this tiny fucking slice of yeah. whatever whatever fucking AR shit it was trying to show mm. that's basically how it feels like when you're playing portrait when you switch to port- landscape it just feels like yeah you're moving around in irregular like it's it's it looks it's it looks like Skyrim on your phone yeah right like I can appreciate that like it's graphically gorgeous uh there's an attempt at storytelling I didn't really give a fuck uh, after it told me I had to like talk to the blacksmith to repair the blacksmith fix his house like, yeah like yeah I don't give a fuck none of these people are going to say anything the smithing yeah <laughs> fuck you smith yeah uh, but yeah okay. uh, you should be able to get that now on mobile devices you want to check it out don't but you, you could yeah but you shouldn't okay what if someone's like a crazy person? What if you like Gerald that really liked Fallout seventy six? Oh yeah, and it was his game of the year, and he's like, I love these games, so he's on board. That's true. Uh, I don't have a good answer for that. Yeah, I don't. Know, I don't know how to speak to those people. Um, they're too weird to me. Yeah. All right. Next up, Battlefield Five Firestorm. We got to play a bit last week. Um, yep. We've been complaining about this one for a little while. Yep. Basically since the launch, right? They um, they fucked up the matchmaking. Yep. They finally listened to people, Job. They listened and they, they changed the matchmaking. What they ended up doing was, um, for some of the smaller regions, like uh, I think it was Brazil, um, like South Africa, I think it was one of them, maybe. Uh, so those are uh, some of the Asian regions and yeah. then Australia as well 
they they limited um, matchmaking so that once you started matching, it would put you into your region as opposed to be like, oh, okay, I'm going to stick you into a game uh, in this other country because there's a game ready. Like, all right, you can go play in the US or you can go play in Southeast Asia or Japan for our case. We were getting like a lot of America, Japan games popping up. And so they limited that, which is good because it meant when we fired up a game, you'd get in there and it was like wait time, two minutes or a minute and a half. And then you'd wait, you'd wait, you'd wait. And eventually it'd chuck you into a server. And it was like, sweet, this is an Australian server. I've got low ping. And it generally when we were trying it, like it was filling up pretty quick within a minute or two. It'd fill up to, to 64 players and kick off, which is great. That's like the way that you want this game to go. Because um, yep. what was happening, we spent like two weeks just being chucked into servers that weren't in that region. Uh, and then having to be like, well, we can either play with 290 ping or 130 ping and that just doesn't feel good at all. Or we can back out and hopefully get an Australian server. Sometimes you get lucky and one would pop, but I mean, it wasn't worth the wait. We, we'd be sitting there for Basically, half an hour sometimes yeah. and just get nothing. Um, we'd constantly just get thrown into, uh, a, you know, uh, yeah, two hundred Southeast Asia server, server or, or two hundred and ninety server. So yeah, uh, yeah. So they put up this this fix over. I think it was like a Saturday or Friday night. Um, I jumped in yeah. immediately. Noticed the change. I couldn't yep. get a, I couldn't get a solo game to pop, which was probably understandable. But um, it wasn't it wasn't chucking me into a random server somewhere across the the, the fucking world um, yeah. and then we started jumping into some squad games which was working we'd have to wait like a minute and a half two minutes but eventually we'd get into a, a local server it'd pop and we could play which is great yeah and they broke it it was awesome <laughs> like for that one day when it was working it was fucking sick I still genuinely think Firestorm is like my dream battle royale at this point mm-hmm. uh it has you know it could it could be better 100 percent, but like just foundationally it is my dream my, like my dream would be that they never fucked up PUBG and i could still be playing that but uh yeah firestorm i, I prefer the shooting i prefer battlefield shooting at the end of the day to PUBG shooting uh, I never thought PUBG had a great shooting model. It was just the best at the time. Uh, and I definitely think Battlefield has a better shooting model. I know it's not what everyone loves. I know, like, especially, uh, like, old school COD players or old school um, Quake players tend to have a, a lot of trouble adjusting to the way Battlefield shoots. Yeah. Um, but, Yeah. For me, I you know I don't have to adjust. I've been playing Battlefield games every single time they they've come out, um, and yeah, I'm fucking well in for that shit. And yeah, it's basically just PUBG and Battlefield with some with destructibility. That's fucking that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's fucking perfect. Holy fuck, bring it on! Uh, fix the tiny little things like the fucking looting and stuff like that. And yeah, that's it. That's it's good enough for me. But uh, yeah. That one one day, that one day when it was working was fucking it's heaven. It was the best. Then they broke it again, and 
I don't know. It's dead. The game's <laughs> it's dead it's basically dead. It's basically like it is basically dead to me. Like I can't, I can't keep going back to it being fucked. I can't. Like I can't. It's too. It's gut wrenching. Like I just want it to be good. Damn it. It's like it was. I loved it so much, and now I gotta go. Every time I go back, I gotta fucking. It'd be like if fucking they cancelled Firefly and they're like, but check back tomorrow, maybe we'll have renewed it with brand new episodes. And so every fucking day, hmm. right? You're like, yeah. Oh, better log on and make sure there's like, see if there's new Firefly apps and then you jump on and there's inevitably no new Firefly apps. And you're like, yep, well, I get to feel this disappointment all over again. Cool. Yeah. Can't wait to do this tomorrow, right? Like you just setting yourself up to get crotch punched every fucking time yeah so they they basically announced this through the community manager was like hey we've made changes to the way matchmaking works for these regions give them a try and i was like yeah okay that's cool but you need to like get this message out there (laughs) otherwise because it hasn't worked for two weeks nobody's like gonna be sitting there being like oh you know that thing you were just talking about like oh maybe it's working today like you need to get the word out and say hey this is now fixed um give it a try and eventually people start coming back and playing it and they were that day or at least though that day and a half that we were playing it and then they reverted the change but haven't said that they've changed it like there's been zero communication so they've it's the change has gone back to it's just matchmaking you into um servers across the world now again yeah so no you're no longer not waiting in a queue for two and a half minutes or three minutes and then having to refresh you're just like all right you can go playing north america now there's a server ready uh so i don't know what the fuck they've done they haven't and not like there's threads on the ea sport forums that i've seen they just aren't acknowledging that this has changed again they're fucking terrible how it's not hard to be a fucking community manager or to like talk to people they have killed this game my problem is right now that I've played Firestorm, I don't want to play regular Battlefield. Yeah, because I just want to play Firestorm. Yeah, well, right? and I guess that's why we've been playing Apex because I want to play Battle Royale. <laughs> yeah, basically, I, like I've got the fucking fever again, and so yeah, I don't want to go back to fucking yeah, like oh man, I don't know. I'm just fucking it's so gut wrenching. Fuck damn it. Anyway. Uh yeah. I don't know. Like I don't know what they do. They're they're I mean we're on like nearly another week now. Yeah. And they've not said anything. So well, I just saw they're they're paying streamers to advertise Firestorm. Maybe this is their effort, but uh, I don't know how Muselk managed to actually get into a fucking game. They must have they must have spent a, a lot of time trying to get into one. But yeah. I don't fucking know. I'm lost. Uh, let's just talk about Apex. Been playing a lot of Apex. Yeah. This week still. Yeah. Um, a fucking ton. Yeah, heaps. It's kind of been like, hey, it's five o'clock. Let's play some games for a couple hours. Basically, yeah. Um, it's awesome. It's still awesome. Uh, it's you know, it's still not as good as it could be, but it's still awesome. Um, I love it to bits. Had some really good games. I've been playing with a lot of randos. Uh, 
because I've been playing during the day quite a bit, uh, just procrastinating while I wait for certain shit to tick over. Uh, played a lot on the weekend on my own and stuff, um, mm-hmm. and 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 with you know other people. But um, I've gotten to a point now where I'm just sort of leaning into the idea that I don't get to. I don't know, dictate everything that's happening sometimes. It's a lot easier that way. Um, like, I, I guess when we were playing PUBG, I was very used to IGL, you know, game leading um, and doing whatever the fuck I said. Um, and, you know, obviously we discussed it and I wasn't like the fucking king. I wasn't a cheer dictatorship <laughs> or anything. But, uh, yeah, like I was pretty used to just fucking, yeah, we'll just, let's do this. Someone has to call what we're going to do. I'll call it. But playing with randos uh, yeah. in Apex, I've very much learned to take a, a pretty big backseat and just do whatever the fuck. Uh, I'll, you know, I'll still argue with you a lot, but uh, <laughs> like when randos are like, "Oh yeah, let's do this," I'll just fucking, I'll just follow. Um, yeah, that's what I do like, when I play with yeah. randoms. I'll just be like, I'll just follow. If yeah. nobody's really picking suggestions, and I'll just ping on the map and be like, "Let's go here." Yeah, well, yeah, I don't even do that. I just fuck. I literally just follow them around, um, which leads to some interesting ones. Uh, I was following this one dude around, and it turned out that he was trying to follow me. Like, I'm like, we did. We landed a fucking runoff, and we did like a run around runoff like three times. We got to the end of the third run, and I'm like, "Where are we going, man? What are we doing?" He's like, "I'm following you." I'm like, "No." You can't be following me. I am behind you at all times. He's like, yeah, no, I'm just waiting for you to take us somewhere else. I, <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> I'm clearly following you. Like, how the fuck? <laughs> anyway, I was pretty good. Uh, I think we actually won that game. We were two. We were two people. Like, mm. we were a two man squad. That entire fuck. Like, our third never even made it to the ship. Um, and yeah, we landed a runoff and murdered like two squads. Uh, he wasn't very good. Uh, I think he, like, we won that game and I finished on, like, 900 points of damage and seven kills. And he finished on something like 200 points of damage uh, and zero kills. And, um, yeah, we literally, like, we just third teamed the last team. But, yeah, I think because we pissed away so much time running around fucking runoff. Like, the whole fucking server whittled away to nothing. Mm. Uh, I think it was the second circle, and there were three teams left. The second circle. Fucking insanity. Uh, like, we probably could have... I think we literally could have kept running around runoff uh, until, like, the end of time. I don't know where the circle was definitely going, but we were still in the fucking circle when I finally dragged us over to the pit. Yeah. And then we heard fucking shooting at uh, Bunker. And uh, we just rolled in and there was like one dude left. And he was like trying to fucking pick up his mate's fucking stuff. And I just popped in fucking game over, baby. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we win. Um, yeah. Like, holy shit. It was... Yeah, it was a weird game. A very weird game. Because, yeah, literally I'm just... I'm trying to follow this one dude who's also trying to follow me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. I'm still, yeah, very much enjoying it. Uh, yeah, we've been playing like, I don't know, 
we've been playing extremely aggressively. Uh, I had a couple of like slower games, but we've been hot dropping pretty much constantly. Yeah, even that or going to like the hot loot zone. Yeah, we will. But in my in my mind, the blue circle should be a hot drop, right? Like, uh, we do see it literally empty of anyone except us sometimes. But in my mind, it should be a hot drop. Yeah, it's like, not like it should Skull always Town. have other people. <laughs> yeah, like it's not Skull Town hot. Yeah, it's not the school, but like it should be somewhere that there's definitely going to be other teams yeah. and usually quite a few um but yeah i have definitely had it all to ourselves a couple of times and that annoys the fuck out of me because i don't want that i want initial fights because otherwise i feel like i haven't got the momentum hmm. you know uh but yeah had some good games yeah we were playing uh, last night and mm. there was that game where cleb was the last one left and we ended up winning because the guy died outside the zone. Oh and we my had, god! We didn't fight anybody for fucking ages. Like, so you and I died. Cleb was the last one alive. Uh, I that was the that was the game where I went to the toilet in the middle of everything. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And I get back from the toilet, and you guys are like, yeah, there's like four teams F- fighting, fighting. Yeah. 100 meters away we've been waiting to jump like there were guys <laughs> below us just sitting there like getting pinged at and we're like we could just jump these guys but joe's not back eventually yeah. you came back and they'd run off already yeah. and then so we went down the hill we get to this bottom of the hill and um you found yourself in between like fucking two guys just like immediately i uh i like, I am pretty sure... Because they were getting fucking hammered, right? This this one team was getting hammered. They called in a drop. And uh, I had basically just beeline to the drop. Because uh, I knew they were going to go for it, right? Mm. And uh, I shredded one of them. Like, they they picked up purple armor off this, this supply drop, this lifeline drop. Picked up purple armor and I shredded it. Like, the moment they picked it up. Uh, and then I shredded the armor of another one. And then the team that was pushing them... Because the team, another team must have seen the supply drop coming in, decided to push him as well. Hmm. Uh, must have thought that I was in their squad because they just like pounded everyone, like all three of us. Uh, so I got down and I crawled away, crawled into a safe, like safe location. It was very good, very easy to get up, but uh, Cleb declined to come get me for whatever reason. I guess he hates. He's me. busy not and, healing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> busy not using his cue. Uh, um. And then, yeah, but you guys kept going, uh, and yeah, you got downed and finished almost immediately, right? Like they basically just straight up put you. No, down. I was on the ground. Um, Cleb oh, was like running up game. and down the house, like the stairs. There was like two of them mm. in the room with me, and uh, they yeah, were doing yeah. like cat and mouse thing. Yep. Yeah. Right. Um, and yeah, that was like. They were, they were legit still out of the fucking zone. He was, like, pounding them with his Kraber uh, while they were out of the zone. So they must have been just pissing away heels, trying to stay alive. And then he just ran into the fucking... He just ran up the hill. The, <laughs> over to Servo. So we were at fucking... <laughs> and, like, he just literally... He sat there at Servo for four fucking minutes. And we didn't see anyone. And he's got the Kraber out, and he's looking around, and trying to fucking spot him... 
And then it was just, you are the champion. And we're like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, nothing. There was no shooting for like four or five minutes. It was dead. For, like, it was, it, it felt like, like, I don't understand. Has the game, has the server fucked up or something? Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. I would love to see their perspective. It was extremely confusing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it was it was good. And then we won the next game. We ended up uh, we ended up in a fight, like between runoff and um, what's it between? Like next to the pit. Yeah. Cascades yeah. between cascades, the pit and the runoff. There's like a, I don't know what you'd call it. So, sort of directly east of uh, runoff, uh, there's, yeah, east of runoff, and then, yeah, between Cascades and runoff, just north of Bunker, south of the pit, there's like this little fucking pass between the mountain of the pit and the mountain of the bunker, Mm. Uh, a tiny canyon, and we wound up in a fucking massive battle there. Like one of the bigger battles that I've ever been in. Yeah, we we pushed a team that was fighting someone else. We wiped out that team, and then we wiped yeah. out the team they were fighting, and then another team came across. We wiped them out, <laughs> and then it was like there's like two teams left, and then everybody just kept coming over to this one area. We just we had really good angles on them. Like you and Club were sort of upstairs on yep. the like the the walkway or the catwalks and i was sitting downstairs so whenever they'd try and push they were focusing on people upstairs and then i'd pop up from down the bottom and start shooting them and i was just fucking lost or like somebody to push me downstairs and i get my ass kicked and then like you guys start shooting them from upstairs they just couldn't do anything at all it was disgusting the entire time yeah yeah we like we proper fucked them. I think I had all golds by the end of that one. Yeah. And there were still like four or five death boxes with gold, sh- like that were highlighting in gold. Yeah. There was still, that was like the goldest fucking game I've ever been in. There was so much fucking gold in that match. Right. Um, yeah, it was fucking, that was good. Um, so we won that one. <laughs> we earned that win. Because <laughs> yeah. They had one, like the fucking last two we killed had a Kraber. Like there was more goals. Um, and yeah, like, fucking hell. It was, that was wild. Uh, we won another game where Kleb died twice. Remember that one? Yeah, that's the game I went off. I went fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, you went fucking 13 kills. I'm looking at it now. I'm looking at the fucking playback. 13 kills, 15, 66 damage, three revives, one respawn. And I had three kills, 1,100 damage, and a respawn. So we, like, combined for 2,600 damage. That's... And it, I, I remember, at least I'm pretty sure it was a quick match, because we were in, like... No, fo- it was a long match. Was it? Was it 17 a- minutes. Yeah, that's quickish. That's pretty fucking long. Uh, that's uh, long. Quick, like, longer ones, like, 23, 24 minutes? Uh, they do get up there. Yeah. Like- I mean, it's, it's quicker. Uh, we were in fights, like, constantly at the start. Yeah, yeah, it definitely felt like one of the quicker matches because yeah, you were just fucking. Every time we finish the team, like someone else would rock up and we'd be fighting again. Like I'm yeah. like, I don't have any ammo. I need to like, I'm changing guns mid fight. Yep, 
Yeah, like we're literally me. just trying to desperately grab whatever the fuck we can off these dead bodies uh, and trying to find, yeah, some way to stay alive. Clover kept dying. We had to keep reviving him. <laughs> and then he'd actually, like, full die. And then, yeah, we had to, um, yeah, go get, you know, off to all the other stuff. Hmm. Uh, respawn things. And we used up two different respawn locations in that one area. But yeah, that was a that was a fucking crazy game. Yep. Uh, and we won that one. That one ended uh, with the gold shield, with the gold knockdown shield. Yeah. I think um, I've got that cap, so I can put that on this episode. No. Yeah. Um, basically, yeah. The the other team, one of them had a gold knockdown shield and managed to sneak his ass away into a different, like a sneaky location. Yeah to um to stay to try and revive and he actually managed to get back up but we finished him off yep yeah um yeah i um the very next game i started playing octane yes. i unlocked octane and started messing around with him he's got uh like a good uh aggressive play style like he can be very aggressive but also Defensive, like he's he can get out of fights pretty quickly and get into fights. Um, yep. his Q ability sticks himself and with like a needle and uh and injects like a, a speed boost to himself, but it does a tiny bit of damage. Um, and then his uh his health regens over time, and so you kind of want to switch between like do I want to have like 85% health? Like you sort of want to stick around either having full health or like 80% and sort of, you don't want to constantly just keep, keep us putting this Q ability on yourself. Otherwise you don't have no health. Um, so I sort of manage it at the moment in terms of like every once in a while, I'll stick one of these things and you can run around really quickly. It, uh, it's good for the start of the game. Like when you drop, you just pop it and then just try and get as many stuff guns and whatnot as you can. Um, yeah, and then it's good to push other teams when they're in uh, a bad position. And then on top of that, he's got his ultimate, which is a jump pad, which all the players can use. And again, it's another speed boost as well as verticality, like getting you to places that you normally wouldn't be able to get to. Um, so yeah, man, I'm really digging playing him. I did not sort of understand the appeal of it when he first came out. Um, but I figured, yeah. like, oh, I'll check it out and play it, and fuck yeah, he's he's like he's up there with my type of playstyle. Like, I feel like I haven't played enough Wraith. Wraith is another one that I'd probably benefit well with. Um, yeah, but yeah, just haven't had a chance to play much Wraith. But um, yeah, Octane's really good, very fast. Yep. And I've been playing what's her name? Bangalore. What is her name? Bangalore. So I got banned from playing Pathfinder. Yeah, you know that. Uh, which is <laughs> horseshit, uh, by the way. But whatever. Uh, I've been banned from playing Pathfinder because Luke feels I don't use my zipline enough. And <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, I'm now smoking at the worst possible times. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure I, if this is good anymore. Yeah, this, this you was should your go lifeline. This, this was your fucking decision. I'm not going lifeline. <laughs> Although at least I know how to press Q, unlike Cleb, uh, who is a lifeline main um, and never presses Q to heal himself. I <laughs> uh, would rather use syringes uh, for reasons I can't understand. Uh, yeah, uh, Bangalore is good though. Uh, that game, that game with the gold knockdown shield, the one where 
you got 13 fucking kills. Um, I had digital threats on both my weapons, uh, the Prowler and the path, uh, the Peacekeeper. Right. And I had digital threat on both of them. Hmm. And I just pop smoke and then fucking shred. Uh, and you could see that, like, they were, like, panicking. You could see them just sort of spray in my general direction. I yeah. just fucking line them up and then suddenly the full panic would set in and they'd stop firing and turn around and run away uh and i'd get another bunch of hits in during that those those moments um yeah it's fucking sick um it'd be interesting to see you on bloodhound against that because if we wombo combat it correctly it'd be really hard to to handle yeah once you Um, when you stop uh just smoking random people while i'm shooting them then we can that we can switch to Bloodhound and try that. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I had a plan. Uh, you can actually knock someone out with the smoke launcher. I've done actually a, a fair amount of damage with by hitting people with the smoke. And so I was trying to kill this guy with the smoke. Because <laughs> right. uh-huh, I thought it would be a good, funny moment. But uh, evidently I missed. And you saved him, yes. And we killed him anyway. That's the thing. That's why but you I denied me my damage, Joe, because oh he was nearly God. dead. Fucking. Maybe I gave you more damage because you got a chance uh, to heal a bit. Mm. Yeah. We're padding. It was some Westbrook style stat padding. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's what we were doing with the gold shield, letting them get back up again so that we could get more that, damage you know, on them. So that I could get a kill instead of you. Cause I, I think, think I got it. That, dude. No. No. Because I've got it on video, and I've got... Um, well, maybe you did get it. Yeah, I got it. I just checked. Yeah, all right. Because I, no- I knocked That's- her initially, and then we were getting shot by the bloodhound down the bottom. I think it was a bloodhound. And uh, he pinged me, and I ran I ran up the stairs and started shooting at him again. And then he went down, and I was like, I'm going to go heal. But at that stage, I didn't realize that we'd already knocked all three of them. Yeah. And then, so by yeah, the time yeah, I ran no, back really? downstairs... No, execute, execute, execute! <laughs> yeah, they were back up again. Anyway. Yeah. So it was a... Uh, octane. Octane with the gold. So technically down. I got 14 kills, but he revives, uh, and then you got oh, yeah, 10 damage. I got two. I got two kills for my 1,100 damage, <laughs> apparently. That makes sense. Yeah. Fucking, we did so much damage that game. I don't understand those damage numbers compared to the amount of kills. Because, like, 13 kills to 1,500 damage, that sort of scans. Yeah. But 1,100 kills... uh, 1,100 damage to three doesn't make sense. And Kleb got one kill and 700 damage. You gotta finish. No, but... No, no, no. I'm not accusing you of kill stealing. I like how you go straight to the defense. (laughs) No, no, I'm saying you need to finish your kills. I understand. Like, it's not always that easy, obviously. But, like... Fucking, yeah, like, that's a, that's a lot, like, I, 700's a lot of damage, in my opinion. Yeah. Clev did a lot of damage in that game. Considering he was spent, spent, fucking two minutes of it dead. Most of Uh, (laughs) it. Yeah, like, he did a lot of damage, and I'm thoroughly confused as to how he did that much damage and still didn't manage to fucking get that many kills. But it's clear that what we were trying to do was allow you to get the kills. Uh, we we were doing we were Stephen Adams and someone else on the Thunder. I don't know any Paul other George. Thunder players. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, 
yeah, poor George. He's he's helping the Westbrook stat train machine, uh, and and you're what Russell Westbrook, and we're trying to pad you up. Yeah, we're just we're trying to help you out. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, and that's and that's what we managed. Yeah. Anyway, uh, good times. Yeah. Um, yeah. did that save on you last night as well? Oh yeah, it is one of the best <laughs> of all time. Uh, like seriously spectacular um we were at basically near the same canyon as before that uh little building that's just south of the pit and uh yeah i i got straight killed like i got down and then immediately killed because yeah. uh, we got third party yeah and then we finished off the team that was fighting yeah finished off the team that you're fighting uh i was trying to flank them and when we got third partied i'm like oh well i'm dead and uh, so the the third party went in and like got to free loot everyone because uh, you guys had to disengage yeah. and uh, you like yeah, yeah I, I you you explain it it was it was your magic I don't know how to fucking <laughs> retell this I don't know and so we've healed up and I'm watching your countdown and it's slowly ticking I'm like oh, okay we've got to somehow get into here and get your banner so we can get you revived but we also can't start just shooting these guys because if we start shooting them you're dead for sure and then yep. we're probably dead as well um mm. so i'm like cleb just fucking distract them just <laughs> i don't know anything just make make some noise uh and so i and then as that's going on i start legging it for your your death box and yep. uh i managed to pick up your death box and i start getting shot at from behind so I start weaving in and out of um, like the rocks, and uh, as you leave that area and go like sort of like west back towards runoff, there's a, um, a sort of like a little gap in between the wall, and so I run through there. And as I'm running through there, I throw my my ability down, which is a jump pad, onto the floor, and then I run to the left and hide behind a rock, and I hear these guys running behind me, and all of a sudden they hit the jump pad and go flying off past like towards runoff and the second one goes past and then I hear the third one coming and so I get up and start running and he jumps over the top of me and then I just go past the jump pad and start running back towards where we just were with your banner and see you boys see you later and then we go I tweeted it we revived you so good (laughs) Uh, yeah you got me back we came second in that game which was not quite the icing I was looking for on that cake, but uh, fucking, it was a good effort, and uh, yeah, it was fucking hilarious. Um, I've been like, yeah, people are like, I got revived in another game uh, where we won the game. Uh, it was the fucking weirdest experience. I was playing with randos, and uh, I got downed right at the start. Hmm. I must have looked like the worst player, right? Uh, but I got downed right at the start, and um, they're like the dude. So we were at. Uh, west of runoff that building complex west of runoff yeah and um yeah i like i forced us to go over there like we we hot dropped we wiped a team and we knew that the other team were over west of runoff they'd like revived one of their players so we knew that it was one of them a bambino nothing on him so we chased after them and i got over there i got fucking downed and uh one of the other dudes managed to fucking like finish them off. Like I'd broken armor, 
they were they were they were done and um yeah i'm like still down crawling next to where he just finished this other person off mm. and he walks over and looks at me and then he starts looting i'm like i jump on the mic i'm like mate what the fuck is going on are you gonna get me up or are you gonna loot and uh so he comes over and he's like uh, like he stops looting and he comes over and he gets me up and he's like, oh, was that quick enough for you, my majesty? And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, 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 I just wanted to not be let to die. Like, uh, that's all it was. It was like, I'm not, you know, expecting special treatment, asking to be revived mm. before you loot everything. Uh, anyway, later that same game, right, I die uh, when there's two squads left. Uh, like there's just two squads left. Uh, I die in a heroic fashion, uh, because me and one of the other dudes basically get down in the same place. Uh, and our third is a lifeline who starts reviving the second guy. And the last player on the other, like on the third. So there's three teams left at this point. Uh, one team's off fucking who knows where, we don't know. And me, like our team and this third team are fighting right now. They're down to one person, a lifeline. We're down to one person, a lifeline, but we've got two people who are just in a down state. Like our lifeline starts getting up our third, Wraith, and uh, their lifeline rushes over to get over and get the kill. Hmm. And I body blocked the lifeline so that she couldn't, get over like their body block their lifeline so she could interrupt the res yeah uh so she killed me out of spite and then immediately died so they picked up my beacon and uh ran over and got the respawn and when he gets the respawn he's like oh was that respawn fast enough for you my leash i'm like what the fuck is going on why am i getting roasted for this shit i just didn't want to be left to die uh, and we finished that game, and uh, we won. And uh, I look, I look like I went up looking pretty fucking good in it. Like I had fucking. That's not the game in question. That is a. Ba- oh, that's the one where I had fucking heaps of kills and you got none. That's my seven kills and you got zero kills. <laughs> I had two hundred damage. Uh, yeah, I finished on fucking nine hundred damage, uh, four kills, and the next close and like. The fucking dude who was roasting me only had 450 damage. And he was the next highest in damage. Like, I was doing a lot of the work, boys. Come <laughs> on. Yeah. I got the final kill. I got us the win. Like, but yeah, anyway, good times. It was funny stuff. Yeah. I feel like the next stage is trying to learn bunny hopping and all that sort of stuff. But I just don't know if I'm committed enough to start doing all that. <laughs> like, is there bunny hopping in the game? Yeah. Is there? Yeah. Wow. All right. Um, cool. What do you use as crouch? Do you use? I mean, uh, can you crouch and jump at the same time? No. Yeah. See, I can't either. Using my yeah. current setup. Um, no. I guess I could. I could switch it to something on my mouse. Yeah. Probably. That seems to be a lot. That'd probably of, help my slides. What are the pros are doing? Are changing? Uh, they've got jump down to the mouse button. Yeah. Um, like mouse scroll, and then so you can crouch and then jump, and that's sort of how you initiate bunny hopping. Um, oh, okay. it's only useful really for healing because um, at the moment oh, when you heal while you're 
you're slowed. Yeah, you're slowed while you heal, but you can still get the bunny hop momentum going while you're while you're healing. So that helps you quite a lot if you go to watch some of those videos. Like, yeah. But I'm just like, oh man, that means I've got to change my fucking scroll button or change my. And the way I grip my mouse, I'm probably going to start like crouching at inopportune times, yeah. just because I'm holding my mouse a bit tighter. Yeah, because I, I do it. I yeah, I do it in games on. Like, I'll press the back button on on a game when I'm playing Slitherio. Mm. Fucks me up. That's the that's probably my my most common way to die in Slitherio is pressing the back button on my mouse. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, it's extremely yeah. useful but it's just that level of commitment where we're like oh i'd have to change my buttons and i don't know if i'm ready for that um yep. the other thing we we're doing was the bug that's going around where gibraltar you can attach shit to his shield <laughs> yep and we were doing the um the caustic traps which are the yep. gas traps on his shield and running around um mm. and we did manage to get some kills with that it was super dumb but that's something that's going around and then last night, people have figured out that you can put uh, Octane's jump pad on there. Yep. And it completely breaks it because... You can bounce around. <laughs> you can point it at the ground and bounce off, like use the jump pad to bounce off the ground and fling yourself. It's magical. Yeah. It is wonderful. I love it to bits. It just means that Respawn's going to have to put a patch out. They're 100% going to have to fix it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, cool. it's uh, fun. I'm sure we'll keep playing that. Yep, as it goes. The only thing I think I think you wanted to mention was the uh, the grind with the apex packs is pretty much. I'm now like existed. you don't even get two like it's not even every two levels now. You get a fucking apex pack every four levels or some shit. I'm at level 96, and I guarantee you, I'm not going to see another. Like, I, I I think I get one more fucking apex pack. It's so fucking. What dumb. happens when you get to 100? Maybe that's when it starts spinning out. No, you get nothing. Right. As far as I'm aware, you get fucking nothing. You stop being able to earn packs. That's bitch. It's so fucking stupid. Oh my god. Oh, you stupid idiots. Oh my lord. Anyway. Are you angry? I'm so angry. Fucking And that's dipshits. all we got. That's it. Quiet week. It's, it's news time. We still did 130 minutes. Yeah. No, an hour and 30 minutes. Uh, not the same. Anyway. News. All right. News. Uh, see a Thieves anniversary update. They uh, did yeah. a stream last night. I watched it. Uh, it sounds mm. like you've watched the arena video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They talked about a lot of things in this uh, in this stream. I think it went for about an hour. Um. So yeah, arena is the I guess the one of the big new things they're showing. So this is like a mode where you can jump into and it puts you up against other players in a sort of contained region uh yep. everybody gets given maps that they can go out and um do which has like chests on the islands so, but yep. everybody's got the same maps at the start of the game so you kind of decide you know what island is closest to you or what you want to kind of go and uh, accomplish in the arena and then you earn points by uh completing tasks right um i don't it just doesn't look like I don't I don't know. It's it's very different to the the Sea of Thieves sort of Yeah. What they they've done in the past. Uh yeah. Yeah. Um like the story based um you know, making your own story in, in the world. Um so yeah, they're doing that. Uh it sounds like all the players on the arena will be able to see 
uh, each other's boats so you can go and hunt other players or if there is a team going for the same island you are you can either maybe go for somewhere else or try and steal their um, you know attack their boat or try and steal the chests um, there is no AI in the world um, basically that will stop players from I guess having to fight skeletons on an island deal with that and then another crew rocking up and stealing all the hard work um, they're removing yep. things like rowboats and explosive barrels because they are um, it sounds like too powerful at the moment they're still trying to figure out how to do that but yeah it's just a different way to play the game like a, a like a pvp you can jump in and just play pvp if you want to um like you don't have to it's a separate part of the it's not a separate part of the game but it's like a new um trading company within the within the world that you can go and do right. so yeah yeah i guess we got to sort of see how that pans out if it's any good mm. yeah uh yeah I'm, I'm definitely not inclined to uh to play it at all yeah. i'm sure we'll jump in arena. and check it out we'll check it out but it's yeah like. it's just not what i want out of sea of thieves basically yeah uh so the other change is updated ship damage like extended ship damage so this is pretty big they're going to have mm. um like a big change to the way that you could destroy parts of the ship currently the way it works is you shoot holes into the ship and those holes will fill with water um, yep. your main incentive was to sort of shoot below the water line and that meant that water would fill up into those holes quicker because um, if you were shooting above the water line you're not filling up any water at all you're just creating damage uh, the new changes are the you'll be able to just do destructibility to, to ship masts so that'll affect the um, maneuverability of the ship it'll also create extra damage if you're able to destroy them uh, you can damage the ship wheel, which is, again, another way to um, disable the maneuverability of the ship. And you can also destroy the anchor as well, from what I understand. So that'll probably either set them <laughs> set them still or stop them from being able to stop. I'm not too sure, but one or the other. I'm yeah. guessing it's probably going to stop them in their tracks. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah, maybe. It'd be more useful, I suppose, but yeah. at the same time, if, like, you know, maybe it's just about stopping them from being able to do the hard anchor turn yeah. type thing, you know? Um, but yeah, uh, the other the other change they're doing with the destructibility is hole sizes in the ships. Um, the way that'll work now is... Uh, oh, sorry, the way it works at the moment is if you shoot a hole in the side of a ship, you can't really do more damage to that part of the ship. It's like this static part that's like, all right, you've hit this this section. If you were to hit that section again, you're not going to do any extra damage. It's already there. Too yep. bad. The way it works now is it'll the holes will expand in size, which will mm-hmm. um, allow you to fill up water uh, quicker. So bigger holes, yep. more water coming in, the ship's going to fill quicker. Um, the same goes for things like exploding barrels. They'll do bigger hole damage. Um, the bigger holes will take longer to repair, which is interesting as well. Um, so they're kind of the big changes that's coming to the ship damage. And I think there's some really interesting things there. It kind of changes up the the way you approach battles. Like before it used to be like, all right, just shoot below the waterline. Now it's like, all right, do we want to destroy their sails? Like, what do we want to aim for here? Um, yeah. and it allows you to sort of focus on certain aspects of the ship which is really cool 
it's going to be interesting to see how that's balanced because I imagine for a sloop, it'll be very easy to just create two giant holes. Yeah. Right? Like, it, it would be, I suppose, interesting but inefficient yeah. to go after the sail when you could pretty quickly sink a sloop. Yeah. With two, like, with, you know, two giant holes from four fucking cannons. Um, pretty pretty quick uh, but on someone like a galleon you're going to want to disable this maneuverability so you can set it up a bit more yeah um, but yeah no it's awesome yeah. it's an awesome change apparently to fix this kind of stuff you just use it costs more planks like it'll be like to fix the anchor it costs two two planks or something like that I uh, hope that means it's way easier to find fucking planks yeah because the amount of like we ran out of planks already just from regular fucking trips uh jaunts voyages uh so yeah i cannot imagine what it's gonna be like if now shit costs extra uh it's gonna be very difficult yeah it sounds like it's gonna take about three or four hits to break a mast yeah uh and then that cool. that'll drop and then you sort of leverage it back up um yeah and, and again you'll see all like the body this like structure damage as you start repairing it things like the ship wheel or the anchor will be replaced uh, like the wooden planks that you use that'll be like the part of the wheel now so you'll be able to see um, like all the damage you've taken throughout yeah, the right. battles cool. so that's cool um, they're adding um, harpoons as well yep so that is another way to do these hook turns so you'll be able to leverage onto points in the world uh, either other ships um, or like rocks and be able to do really sharp turns so grappling yeah like a grappling uh, you can also use it to uh, hook people so if someone falls into the water you can hook them bring them back on board uh, you oh. can capture chests as well so you know how oh. we've had games where people have started dumping their shit overboard to try and yep. stop us from chasing them I guess yep. you could hook chests now and bring them on onto the ship or even swim. like have people swim um maybe like put chests on a beach and then hook them up I don't know I haven't tried it but like I'm just thinking of ideas here Joe um, that's awesome fuck yeah yeah that's cool so harpoons it. are in there now it's a new um, it'll be I think the front of the boats they were saying uh, fishing and um, cooking yeah. is being added so you'll be able to fish now I'm about fishing I don't give a fuck about cooking <laughs> but I'm there for fishing so, I'm on board I, I guess cooking is there you'll be able to take um, things like the fish or some of the animals that are in the world and you'll be able to cook them and you'll regain energy or sorry health over time by doing this Um, and so two new trading companies fishing and cooking is one of those trading companies Um, so it's sort of like your voyages or your um, your expeditions where you go out and uh, look for resources like it's another one of those um, types of things the second one is the arena so arena is going to be the other one that's in there it just allows you to level up and get more uh, cosmetic items and, and different types of, of gear and whatnot. Cool. Um, there's going to be New Island as well. Apparently, it's the biggest one they've got in the game so far. Right. And okay. this will be a part of a campaign that they're telling in the game now. Um, so it's called The Tall Tales. And the first right. campaign will be called The Shores of Gold. And it's basically like a like a a nine like a nine uh quest campaign will have some sort of story elements in it like it's this thing that builds up over time um currently when you're doing quests and voyages 
you sort of go out and purchase them from vendors and then it's like all right you go to this area on the map and you've got to complete these tasks and then you finish that and it'll open up sometimes another part like another section of the quest and then eventually it just sort of gets to the point where all you do is really getting gear and i think it sounds like this is going to be more like storytelling it's going to have uh like different unique traps and things you can go off and do and take you to to different islands um right and it's they're saying it's going to take like between 10 to 20 hours to complete depending on how familiar you are with the game or how quickly you want to blast for that stuff so yeah that sounds really interesting to kind of do uh to see exactly like what are they trying to do with this stuff is it going to be really story focused or is it just really a extended voyage um you know what is it we will find out uh what else is there a new chest and new skeleton type will be added as well right i don't want to talk too much about spoilers for skeletons but yeah cool um i think that was everything i covered I'm fucking hella keen. I'm yeah, keen to get back in, to be honest. Like, I don't know, today. <laughs> today? Uh, Unfortunately, a bunch of work. 30th of April is when this is coming out. Yeah, this shit's We're not going to be here. The month, but, uh, <laughs> oh, even worse. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Hits keep coming. Uh, because we will be in LA yeah. playing Borderlands 3. Can we say that? We can say that's that now. Tweet it. Yeah, we're allowed to. That's what we Yeah. Uh, fucking the Gap Dream Team is going to play fucking Borderlands Three. It is going to be one hell of a sesh. Yeah, uh, it should be good. Um, yeah. Me, you, Nate, I'm excited. Are going? Yes, uh, it should be pretty fucking amusing. We're definitely going to record video, and we'll definitely uh, put it on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, whether it's yours, or mine, I don't know. Who I don't have a fucking home for my stuff yet. So, um, yeah, but yeah. I'm fucking pumped. I'm excited. Yeah. We've known about this for a little while now. Yes. <laughs> I think before the before the Borderlands announcement, announcement we, yeah, we knew about this announced. trip. Yeah. Um so yeah, it's it's still a while off. It's like what, two and a half weeks? Yeah, about two and a half weeks, but Yeah. We can finally talk about it. Which is good. Um they're gonna be doing like a a, a live stream this is the next day. Um, where developers will be streaming the game. they got a bunch of streamers going over who will be able to stream the game as well. Yep. Um, but I guess by then we'll, um, yeah, we'll already have had our mm-hmm. go. So, should be fun. Yep. Cool. Uh, but anyway, Sea of Thieves. We won't get to play sea it. Thieves. Which is disappointing. Not but we'll play it. <laughs> we'll play it. It'll be good. Yeah. Cool. And then the last bit of news is... Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order it will be revealed this weekend yep I am in two different minds about this (laughs) I want it to be so good Chris Avalon writing uh, Respawn Respawn is like behind it Uh, it seems like a shit ton of dice is on deck Uh, it seems like that's what they're primarily working on Mm. uh, because they've got Criterion working on Firestorm They've got Dice LA working on updates for Battlefield Five. This seems like a lot of Dice are working on this at the moment uh, from a lot of the Dice dudes that I follow on Twitter. Um, they've been talking about this a fuck ton. Um, yeah, like it really does seem like it's all hands on deck for this one. So on one hand, I think it could be amazing. Yeah. On the other hand. I've never felt more nervous in my entire fucking life. Right. 
because if they do it like they have done my anthem battlefield 5 battlefront 2 like they just yeah. don't have a good track how much ea right is now. involved in this apex is such a fucking anomaly it is well no titanfall again respawn both of those were good and that wasn't uh, they I mean, for the last two years yeah. it is an anomaly that they are like they have been just fucking they have been shit in the bed for a little while now yeah uh and yeah apex is definitely out of the norm at this point um yeah i want it to be awesome yeah i think it will be personally i genuinely think it's gonna be awesome and i can't wait to play it but i'm so fucking nervous yeah you're um so you're a jedi obviously is it going to be first person i am it's true huh oh fuck i don't know the game yeah. um, I hope it's first person uh, the only reason that I would accept the only you know reasoning I would accept uh, that it wasn't is if we get some Jedi Academy style lightsaber shit going on I mean you're a Jedi you're gonna be they've said you're gonna have a lightsaber yeah but that's okay like yeah you know some sort of fucking first person chopping I don't know how they do it, but if they've found a way to make it work, then fuck yeah. But if it... Yeah, I don't know. The alternative is third person Jedi Academy. I'm there. I don't give a fuck. I'm there in a heartbeat. Mm. Uh, but I'd very happily play some sort of fucking... So what's... Like, what's the tagline? It's like... What was it? I didn't see it, so I don't know. Fucking... There's a tagline. Fucking Jedi... Fallen Order. Maybe this is the one? It's like... <laughs> Hide, hide in, hide in the dark or something. Uh, don't let anyone see you. That's uh, a terrible tagline. <laughs> don't stand out. Don't stand That's out. That's the, the tagline. Yeah, yeah. Or it's like their promo line. Uh, and yeah, maybe you're like some sort of like badass because it's after episode three, right? After yeah. you're like a kid post uh, order 66 mm-hmm. uh like one of the one of the little kids in that room where anakin yeah. walked in jedi has been hunted yeah so maybe you're like pretending you're not a jedi all the time and then you just fucking cut sick i don't know maybe we'll see maybe you don't maybe you're maybe you're obi-wan kenobi maybe we finally get the story of obi-wan kenobi post episode three his transformation from beefcake to Alec Guinness. Hmm. Genuine class. Um, anyway. We'll see. Oh, Star Wars weekend. About. This weekend. Star, Star Wars, Wars celebration. Ah, celebration, yeah. 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 We'll probably get some sort of Star Wars trailer as well, right? Probably. We won't watch it though, will we? No. Nope. No. And that's it. Mm. That's us. That's it. Extremely sure. Sweet. Um, we got any Questions. questions. Let's go. Let's have a look. I'm pretty sure we do. I saw, I saw the blip. Oh, my lord. Here we go. Where was the last question? Uh, here we go. Johnny Bravo writes, I think you just need a question mark at the end. So you could said, sorry for the wall of text. Z Doctor writes, sorry, not sorry for the wall of text. You guys are the fucking worst. Um, 
These are not questions. Adding a question mark is not good enough. It needs to be a real question. Johnny Bravo says, You sound like a Queenslander where your voice inflects up at the end of every sentence where it sounds like a question. Uh, I'm a Queenslander, fuckhead, and that's not how my fucking speech works. Um, (laughs) Z-Doctor writes, Do I? Emphasis, higher pitch in last word. Like... Come on, motherfuckers. That's not how question time works. These are not questions. Drew Money. Dr. E3 Money. Dre3 Money writes, I'm with Johnny Bravo on this, you motherfucker. Um, <clears throat> I'm with Johnny Bravo on this. All these sheep... Oh, it's it's not about questions. Okay, uh, question marks. Okay, I'm going to bring it over here <laughs> so I can read it on the main screen. All these sheep have been sucking at the teeth of Valve for so long they can't see that Valve has been the evil empire monopoly for fucking ages. How are you with Johnny Bravo? This is what I fucking said. Fuck you, Drew. <laughs> uh, they have been fucking consumers, especially us in Australia capitals, uh, forever. Until they got roasted by the ACCC, how hard was it to get a refund? It's been, what, less than 12 months since they went to Aussie currency and marginals and... Marginal stopped raping us. Fucking Jesus Christ. With blatant price gouging. What new has Steam brought to the table? What new has Steam brought to the table in the last five years? Uh, that's a question. That's that's actually a question. Um, fuck Valve. Fuck Steam. Fuck these sheeple tickets. Fucking hell. Uh, bring on competition. Yeah, so an exclusive is a marketing tactic to get consumers in the door. It's been a marketing tactic since there has been fucking marketing for fuck's sake get over it it's not anti-consumer unless you want to say nathan drake and his smarmy dick wankery only being on playstation is anti-consumer too you can still play your game you can even play this on on console if epic game store is just too much for you pc elitist fuck sticks (laughs) you still have to pay someone for it Mm -hmm. It's not even like Valve are making games for you or to jizz your pants over anymore. It's just horse shit. Fuck this, I'm out. Division 2 is good. Job is still wrong. Was that a good enough round for you, Job? Look, even a not rhetorical question. Love you guys. Peace. Fucking Drew is mad and he's not going to take it anymore. Uh, uh, what new has Steam brought to the table in the last five years? Um, is the Steam Workshop a recent thing? I can't remember it's anymore. It's ubiquity across a bunch of different games. Regional you, pricing. Uh, uh, but yeah, that's about it. Uh, not that much. Anyway, uh, yeah, agreeing with Johnny Bravo. A little bit much. I did say all this, but it was a good rant, Drew. Uh, maybe a little aggressive. I don't know. What do you think, Luke? A bit, a bit aggressive? He's Usually the only, only person calling everyone a fuckstick around here is me. Yeah. Uh, this seems like a drunken rant from Drew. It does, it does seem... It is 1.42 he posted it in the afternoon, so maybe it was. He could have been on it. Ah, after lunch. Yeah. The post-lunch, post-lunch bevies. <laughs> was it? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Was that a good enough rant? Yeah, no, it was. Um, and the Division 2 sucks. Anyway, Johnny Bravo writes... You just say what you want, then put thoughts, question mark, at the end, then you're good to go. Why didn't you put thoughts, question mark, at the end of this, Johnny Bravo, if you were going to be good to go? If this is your fucking, like, solution to everything, dickhead, why don't you fucking stick to it? Uh, any thoughts, Luke? 
Nope. As always, riveting stuff from Luke. Simo Templar writes, Hey, Luke and Job. I was wondering what your thoughts... This is not... This doesn't seem... This seems pretty fucking even... Even keeled. Mm. This does not seem like... It's like... Drew's at 11. Simo is coming in at about a 6. I'm, I'm appreciating this. He wrote it at 1.03am in the morning. So... Uh, you know, maybe he's a bit tired. Let's see what we're going with. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering what your thoughts are on how marketing affects a game's perception and what ethical responsibility publishers have to market a game correctly to not mislead buyers. I've noticed that marketing for games these days contains very little of actual substance about what the gameplay will actually be like, how hard the game may be, or the expected length of the game, obviously only applicable to single-player games. Obviously, publishers want to sell as many units as possible, but sometimes I think they cause more harm than good for themselves. No Man's Sky, for instance, I feel wouldn't have been such a disaster if it had simply had honest marketing instead of misleading people about the features of the game. Obviously, this would be easily solved if they gave gaming publications early access to properly play a game before release to allow the general public to make an informed decision. But I think that maybe there needs to be better descriptions of content on the boxes or store pages of games so that people can easily understand a game before purchase. What are your thoughts? Should there be more ethical marketing or do buyers just have to become smarter at purchases? Uh, You can't ask for more ethical marketing because marketing in and of itself is inherently unethical. Uh, Trying to sell you a game or they're trying to sell you a product. (laughs) It is designed by design going to be unethical. So I think expecting there to be more ethical marketing is, it's, it's just, it's a hollow adventure. You, it's never going to work out for you. Like, yes, there unequivocally should be more ethical marketing, but uh, to think of it as a potential solution is uh, just never never going to happen. I mean, I, I, you can't like re- really regulate for that kind of shit anyway. Like, obviously, we've got like false advertising laws and stuff, uh, but you can't like that. They only go so far. Mm. Uh, and there are a lot of like loopholes. There are a lot of ways to get around that kind of stuff. So at the end of the day, buyers do have to become smarter out their purchases, which is why it's why reviews have always been my favorite fucking portion of games journalism. It's why, because I think, uh, for consumers and for readers, it is the most, uh, valuable thing you can get out of a game journalist, out of someone who is, in the fucking mud every fucking day is an informed opinion about a game. And like every now and then, you know, lesser game reviewers, um, not, not me obviously, but others will get, get it wrong. You know, Luke said Sekiro was good, but like, (laughs) as long as you stick to the ones, you know, you're lucky. You already you already tapped the the gold mine. You you already found the LeBron James of fucking game reviews. I mean like LeBron James like three years ago, not like LeBron James Lakers <laughs> Yeah. Um Yeah, like you you absolutely have to like but you have to also tell all your friends to to be more aware of that stuff as well. Like, and to, uh, you have to 
personal advocacy has to take a place, right? It's not enough for you, for buyers to individually be smarter about their purchases. They need to be uh, altruistically outgoing with their information as well, because we're in a space now where it's harder to trust Joe Blow on the fucking internet than it ever has been before. You know, we had April Fools two weeks ago now, but it barely seemed it barely registered for most people. Uh, it's not, it's not fun anymore. We're so used to being lied on, lied to on the internet that it's just not, it's generally not a fun day for a lot of people because it's, it's sort of a reminder about how often we're just you know lied to when the fake news exists, you know. And so wind you wind up in this position where you need to go out there and make sure in a obviously uh, not aggressive way uh, that like yeah your friends aren't going to tube into something they're not going to buy the next Fallout 76 or whatever the fuck the next Anthem um, that's why that's why I felt so bad about you know the whole Anthem thing because I came away with it having seen that vertical slice of it thinking fuck if this is like if this is the foundation if this is what they're building off mm. right then this like this house is going to be fucking awesome but it turns out that the house was just a slab of concrete and they never actually went anywhere to the foundation it was just like this is it uh and you're like oh i get it now but like that but that's why i went i think i was i've been so fucking out there trying to explain that how i wound up there i guess Hmm. you know um yeah marketing's always going to be to some extent dishonest uh they're always going to try and sell you a dream more than a reality because it's it's tough to sell a reality like yeah the upside is that it's it's so much more pleasant it's so much more exciting when things actually live up to what you expect yeah like sea of thieves is such a great example right it came out I guess it's, it's like it's No Man's Sea, right? Like, uh, it came out and it was sort of a shallow, but it's developed into something that's actually really pretty cool. And so now when we revisit it, it's actually exciting. And we're getting to that point where it's actually living up to what it was supposed to be. I mean, that doesn't... That's not like a... It doesn't excuse them selling us a pill of goods hmm. but yeah it does mean that i guess that bill is finally coming to pay right like it's late later than it should have been yeah but- i mean some of that also comes back to us like people having maybe too much expectation um oh yeah like the whole even looking at sea of thieves maybe the scope of that game wasn't as big anyway initially as what we thought it was going to be and it and eventually they've gotten to a pretty big scope. But, I mean, that could have been a... Um, like, was Sea of Thieves a AAA $100 game? You know, $90 game when it came out? Or was it a bit less? Was it, like, the 60 I think it was full-priced. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, but, like, fucking take... 
take Jedi Fallen Order, right? Like, I'm sitting here like, oh yeah, they'll have first person fucking slashy slashy, right? Yeah, like, yeah, we don't know. it'll be some fucking undercover fucking spy game where you're a Jedi, you can fucking pop a sword out whenever the fuck you want. Boo, boo, boo! Right? Like, I'm already setting myself up for fucking failure. Uh, I'm imagining fucking James Bond with fucking lightsabers here, and it's going to come out, and be like, it's not James Bond with lightsabers. What the fuck? What the fuck is this shit? Um, yeah, no, like, we definitely always, we constantly hype shit up uh, to to failure points, right? Like, I was very careful to not do that with Sakura, and it still disappointed me. Uh, I think it was all of all Luke's fault, because he had to play it early, and then he loved it, because <laughs> he loves trash. And, uh, yeah, like, that one, I don't, know, I don't think it's on me, but, yeah, it's definitely on Luke, I think. Hmm. It's a good point. It's a good point, Joe. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, to touch on the game length thing, generally, oh, yeah. um, I don't know, like, mo- most developers are pretty open with t- in terms of game length. Like, even in, like, when you go to an E3 or something like that and you'll talk to them about game length, they'll be like, hey, this is, like, the how long we think it's going to be. And then as you progress towards the end of that cycle, they've generally got an idea of how long the game is going to be. They'll have... Yep. They've got mock reviews going on, or they've got QA testers playing it, and they've got an idea of... Um, obviously, everybody's play lengths are different. Like I know people yeah. that have played Red Dead, and they've spent like 200 hours playing their main playthrough. Um, yeah. So some people just play games differently. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's hard to say. And that's why you go to a site like... Um, what is it? How long to beat? I yep. use that quite a bit. Um, and they've got different scales on there. there. There's like a completionist. There's a, you know, main quest line. There's side stuff. And then there's a, you know, it's not necessarily a number. You can go through and break down and see how long actually people took. Um, so game time is different. Like people have different skill levels. You know, it might take me a couple hours to finish the game. It might, might take somebody else you know, three, four times longer because maybe they're just not as um, used to playing those types of games or vice versa. Yeah. Someone might be good at a, a, a Japanese RPG and I don't really play a lot of them. Like, I play, I definitely play them, but not to that extent. So, I don't know. Yep. There's just different different times of different people. Um, yeah. But yeah, I feel like most of the times when you ask a developer how long, like if we go to an interview and just casually like, how long is this? They'll, they've got an idea. Uh, I don't yeah. think that's something they tend to hide. Um, I think No Man's no. Sky was, again, one of those things where people had all these grand ideas of how this world and system would work. Um, I, I don't know if they were out there like spilling all these tons of information saying, like, our game's going to have all this stuff. I felt like the No Man's Sky people were pretty quiet about it. It's just everybody yeah. else was... Um, pretty vocal they, they, about they, like they don't get they don't get off scot free on this one they did come out a couple of times with some yeah p- pretty uh you know like grand ideas shit. yeah, yeah. But, and the other thing was that they, they just weren't showing that game at all and that's why we were like uh, I gotta be cautious about this one because we haven't seen it and and yep. if you get to the point where we're not seeing games or they're very particular about things they're showing that's when alarm bells start going off yeah. Um, when you're like, oh, something's not right here. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway, good question. Mm. An actual question. Yeah, we do a lot of marketing people. 
Oh, uh, PR slash marketing. I guess PR I people are I appreciate that, Simo. For a real question. Yeah. With some real insights. And, you know, a lot a lot to back up what you were thinking. Yep. Uh, good stuff, Simo. Drew, eight out of ten for the rant. Uh, Docked you one point for asking about the rant and another point for being a bit too mean. Uh, what about seven? Bravo. What about editing? He had to edit it. Oh, no. I'm, I'm going to stick with it. Okay. Edits are fine. I didn't see it before the edit, so... <laughs> um, Johnny Bravo, Z-Doctor, you've made a mockery of the concept of the question. I am disappointed. That's it. All right. No more questions. No more questions. Cool. We can wrap this up then. Uh, Let's wrap it up. The Gap. You can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, uh, Spotify, YouTube, all those places. Uh, If you search for The Gap or The J Podcast, should come up. Uh, Please help. Uh, support the show by rating or reviewing it if you've got a couple of spare minutes helps other people find it and we appreciate everyone that does that uh, if you want to send us questions you can do it the old way through email thegapodcast at gmail.com or you can go to our discord page thegapodcast.com slash discord if you want to leave us any questions like uh, Simo or Drew or Johnny Bravo um, no? not like Johnny Bravo okay no, not like Johnny okay. no. uh, or you can jump in uh talk on our chat channels we got voice comms in there it looks like there's people playing battlefield at the moment yep trying trying to play i see yeah we've had people still playing division every night so yeah jump in say hello everybody's very friendly Uh, squiz except for job when oh yeah when you play and drew when he's when he's lunch drunk yep you can find us on social media, facebook.com slash GA podcast, twitter.com slash GA podcast, or you can go to our, uh, our YouTube page, the podcast.com slash YouTube. You can watch this show on video. Sometimes we chuck in things that are going on. Like, uh, this week there'll be the apex. We'll put some apex videos up there. Uh, and, um, yep. if I get some time, I might put some, uh, mutant year zero. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know if we got any of that, cool. but anyway, I have some videos up there. Cool. And then Borderlands, nice. obviously, in a couple of weeks. We'll put some Borderlands stuff up. Oh, there'll definitely be that. Yeah. yeah. Um, or you can go to the website, thegapodcast.com. It's got links to all the things we just talked about, past steps of the show, links to all the social media, uh, links to Discord, YouTube, all that fun stuff. Um, and uh, that site is supported by our Patreon members. If you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Podcast. Thank you to everyone that does it every month. It helps us pay the, the bills and keep the site. Yeah, hell yeah. So Sammy will run it. <laughs> JB is is a Patreon and I take back all the nasty things he said I said about it. Ah, okay. I'm sorry, buddy. That's good. You can t- you can ask you terrible fucking questions. <laughs> Maybe that should be a tier. <laughs> ah, that's terrible fucking questions. It's <laughs> yeah. a good idea. I think that is it to pimp out are you got anything you want to share any work um check out my interview with uh was wasmanator um he is a mortal Kombat an, an nrs player mm. uh who's trying to get like um a berth at summit uh summit of time it's a mortal Kombat summit 
uh, you know, it's 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 a big American tournament. A bunch of American players have been invited and stuff, yep. uh, like Sonic Fox. Uh, but f- for others to get in, they need to be voted. And uh, so I did a story, sort of pimping him out there, getting his name out there, so that people would hopefully buy in and and get him over to summits. Um, check it out; it's good. Uh, if you feel like it, chuck a sub to the Beyond the Summit Twitch channel and uh, that'll get him some votes just you don't have to but uh, it's a good interview regardless he talks about Mortal Kombat a lot um, and yeah so it's good stuff and otherwise check out this Heave Ho video whenever the fuck it goes up I'll tweet it whenever I see it but I assume it's good cool yeah what about you Luke what do you got nothing it's so dead so dead. for me <laughs> yeah I'm not doing anything <laughs> it is fucking the busiest week I've had in fucking forever man because uh, the, the MEO got announced uh, Melbourne Esports Open yep. they're doing another year of that uh, so I've been doing stuff with that I've been doing stuff with IEM uh, this Mortal Kombat stuff earlier this week like it's just yeah out of control so I've got to get into esports is what you're saying Oh, yeah. There's heaps. heaps. <laughs> I've seen all the esports stuff. Nothing in terms of games is happening. I mean, the fact mm. that we, we had to talk about a Jedi Fallen Order was like our second Sweet. story. Sweet, yeah. A seven-second video of a logo. Yeah. 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 We were digging. We were. Uh, true. All right. Well, it'll be better next week. And this is still a great episode. I mean, we still went two hours. I know. We, we can definitely shit on we can fucking for a while yeah we've got it so what but is yeah. next week do you do you have anything lined up I got nothing ah. I have nothing at all uh yeah I don't know. we'll figure it out we'll work something yeah. out we'll work we, something maybe out. we drag someone on here that's played something we say that and then never no, happens no, it does happen. uh yep alright alright bye bye good stuff bye bye